Pete. This is a podcast about all things St. Pete, hosted by the one and only St. Pete is Super Cool. As always, this is Sarabe, and today I'm with Della, an artist who we hope desperately comes home to St. Petersburg. How are you today? Very good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for, we didn't even realize you were in town. Yeah. So yeah, we just uh, got here before New Year's. Nice. Um, visiting and uh, yeah, being with uh, friends, old friends. Yes. And I'm very happy to see you guys. Uh, no, we we're wanted... happy to have you back. Yeah. I was so excited to hear that you were in town. Yeah. So here I am. Yes. Stay. We're going to keep you. <laughs> um, so were you always interested in art? Always, I would say yes. So, I, I mean, starting in school, I always liked drawing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, my uh, friends, they've been drawing all the time. And then with um, 14, 15, I would say, um, the whole thing from the United States came over. Okay. Um, you had the first movie was, I think, Wild Style, 1982. And then uh, Subway Art. So basically the graffiti scene mm-hmm. came over. And then we've been some young guys, you know, uh, <laughs> Uh, getting the first spray cans in Lois and uh, then yeah we hit the streets so that's how I got basically into hmm. into art um, and since that time 14 15 years old I'm, I'm completely um, addicted to uh, street art hmm. yeah I think it'd be such an interesting like topic to just like kind of like go through all of like the artists in the city and then like see how they got their start kind of all the crazy things they did to like kind of develop what we know now as your art style because i imagine some of you guys have some pretty crazy stories yeah absolutely i i really believe that every artist um which is out there has a unique story Mm -hmm. in 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 my opinion yeah so yeah um in my case when i was 14 15 i mean uh, street art um wasn't really really big in, in in germany at that time and uh yeah we we first started in our village and then we grew a little bit then you connected to other cities mm-hmm. and then uh, you made yourself a name and uh yeah but all the other guys uh, in 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 germany they definitely um have their unique stories as well yeah, yeah. so i'm sure you guys probably got into a, a few scruffs with the law and uh yeah un- unfortunately that was uh <laughs> that was not the the, the best case scenario i think no. uh, when i was 16 um my father was called um to to a police station uh, to pick me up because oh i was uh, underage you know i was like what are you doing and yeah so i tried to explain it and mm-hmm. uh, from that point on i mean they started understanding it a little better but as it was so new for europe um yeah, it was hard to them to, to, to really yeah. see that their child is going into stuff like that. Um, but at the end, uh, they supported me. And um, yeah, so I was growing as an artist, uh, basically writing my name. And then we got the first um, little commissions um, in, in Germany where we painted on, uh, you know, uh, how to say, um, swimming pool front, uh, like, uh, how do you say this? Uh, uh, is it like in like the swimming pool with no water? No, 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 no. Outside uh, the walls of how to say uh, a swimming pool area, okay, you know, okay, where, yeah. where people com- community pool yeah. area. So that was one of our first walls, and yeah. So from that point on, we got a couple more and uh, nice. trying to develop the the styles. Yeah. Nice. And so you've been in Germany for the past six months. Yes. Okay. What is the difference between the art scene in Germany and then the art scene here in Saint Pete? 
the, the, the biggest difference in my opinion is the the community support okay. so i mean like you guys um, you, you're supporting local artists um, and uh, i i came here four years ago in 2017 mm -hmm. um, i didn't paint for the longest time two or three years and then i met Shaq, and then uh, he introduced me back into art and from that point on i met pedro tony you guys then i've been at the first art shows and what I really feel about St. Pete especially is that the artists here are supporting each other. And um, to be completely honest, I don't want to uh, say bang against my buddies in Germany, but yeah. there the scene is more closed, uh, closed minded as well. So that means um, it's not that supportive. So if there is a wall available, everybody's fighting for this one wall. And, and it's very competitive. Yeah. And I think this is the biggest difference. Yeah. It's funny how like that competitiveness, competitiveness and like the need to be the one that has the wall getting paid, however it is, can really kind of like fracture um, a community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it is, uh, yeah, the, the, the difference to here, I mean, for example, if you talk about uh, the, the bars and, and the galleries in St. Petersburg, they're very open to local artists. So they provide space. Mm -hmm. So you can exhibit, you can show your art. Um, since six months, I'm basically trying to get back connected in Germany and, and get into these um, uh, smaller galleries. But it's just not that there are so many. So yeah. the spots are tight and uh, it, is, it is very hard to get in there. And on top of that, um, I, I hope I can mention that, is um, the, the COVID situation in Europe. Um, is absolutely um, restricting uh, arts in general. So if you talk about clubbing, DJing, it's not uh, there. dancing uh, or, or, or doing art is not there at all. So basically maybe it's 10% of what it has been before. Wow. So the whole culture is under um, deep water. So yeah. it's, it's really, uh, really challenging. So do you think lifting the COVID restrictions, like at least on Germany's uh, side would help alleviate maybe some of that? I would say so. I would say so. What, what, what I can say that um, old friends of me um, and, and other artists, what they're doing at the moment, living in Europe is uh, being in their garages, developing their stats, and they, they're ready, you know, they're ready to bring it out. Um, but again, the restrictions are so hard. As an example, um, you cannot go to a, to, a, to a bar or to a club if, if, if you're not vaccinated. So, of course, all the younger crowd and the young people, it's just not the same as it was before. Yeah. So if they would lift those restrictions, I would believe the people are hungry for for they, clubbing, for yes. art, you know, for having good food. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It's funny how like kind of like over like here on like this side, it's, like we don't really realize what's going on yeah. in other countries and yeah. things like that. So you've been in your garage for six months then. OK, honing mm. your craft, create, making it better. How is the Della now's art style different than what we saw from you six months ago here in St. Pete? Very good question. Uh, it's always hard when you look at your own art to, mm -hmm. to say in, in which direction it develops. I would say uh, in a summary, the last six months uh, working on it almost every day um, is that while I was here, I tried to make art um, which which uh, the people would like, okay. You know, so more like 
I wanted to do what the people want to see. Yes. I would say my, my latest pieces and also some sketches I'm doing right now to prepare next pieces are more like what I want to show, what I want to do. Oh. So that's probably the biggest. So we're now seeing Della, more, not what people wanted to see from Della. I would say yes, yeah. So, so for example, um, when there was the, the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. me and Shaq, we did some, some big pieces of, of Brady yeah. and, and, and these type of things. And it was a fantastic time. We developed, um, we sold some, so it was really great. Um, but now I would say um, it is more what, what, what I want to do mm -hmm. and, and what I want to show. Okay, I love that when artists like make that transition because I feel like when artists decide, oh, I want to sell my work, they move away from what their unique style is and what they want to show the world and move into the sector of, okay, well, this is what the people want and I need to sell, so I'm just going to keep doing this. And we never really get to see, you know, some artists, what they actually maybe want to actually give the world. Exactly, yeah. So that's the... I, I believe also with, with the other guys from here, like like Pedro and so on, we've been discussing that topic at our art meetups like every night. Is it this or is it that? I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. So if someone wants um, uh, a portrait of his daughter, yeah. you know, I, I, I will do it. I would do it. But it always should have my style, my, yes. uh, my uniqueness to it. Yeah. But in general, if I'm doing a painting now, for for me what i want to do then i'm, I'm choosing what this is mm -hmm. yeah. so i love that big question yeah but yeah i because i love being able to go look at like art pieces and just be like oh yeah i i know who that one is like i don't even need to look at the, the name or the t yeah. label on it or just like oh i know who that yeah, is yeah, yeah. you know it's kind of like um being able to know like your favorite song without hearing the words, you just know the beat and you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's it. That's exactly what it is. I mean, yeah. lately what I, what I was looking at, for example, was uh, Ricky Watts. Oh, yes. I mean, like, you know, you, it doesn't, you only see a, a little uh, snippet of his work and you know it's him. So, yeah. so that's, uh, that's amazing. That's what I want to get mm -hmm. to. I'm, I'm not saying that, that I'm there yet, but I think I'm, I'm making progress to get into that direction. Nice. Know. So what is your favorite thing to be painting right now? Almost always I'm, I'm looking at statues. So okay. that's, uh, that's my thing, um, especially statues of angels. That's okay. uh, kind of my favorite thing to paint. So I started with the Statue of Liberty. I, I did this piece um, at the beginning and now I'm going back in history basically. So. Um, Greek history like Nike, Nike, Nike. Uh -huh. you know, the, okay, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these are these are really the things I I, I love to paint. Okay, yeah. what is it about the statues that you're just like I have to paint this? I think those statues, there are such great art pieces in in, in mm -hmm. general, and to me, um, they talk. So there's a lot of history in there, but also. It, it, it shows us a little bit um, uh, into the future. So the statues, they exist for a long time. Statue of Liberty is there. So you know if you see the Statue of Liberty, that is a Statue of Liberty. Yeah. So that's what I like about it. So, okay. I love um, the idea of like sculpting and statues became like really popular, especially like on TikTok and things like that. And I love seeing, um, you know, 
a long time ago when like we were having these amazing sculptures that we know today um the way that they could like sculpt like clothes and silk to make it look like it, it's literally moving it's not stone it's it's moving and i'm just yeah. like i'm looking at it and i'm like yeah dude like it doesn't look like it's this it looks like it has movement to it exactly. but it's stone yeah it the also, there is a there is a unique energy, in my opinion, about those statues. And uh, when I paint something, I mean, for for an outside person, it's probably yeah, it's Statue of Liberty. But I'm I'm getting scientific about what I'm painting, so I okay. try to understand why is the Statue of Liberty there? When was it built? Why was it built? So I'm I'm trying to put that energy into that piece um, of art and really trying to understand why someone did it. You know? So yeah, Medusa, for example, I did a Medusa piece. Um, yeah, I wanted to understand what's the story behind it. And mm -hmm. I mean, you can read a couple of books, you know, and while I'm painting these pieces, I really try to get into that uh, feeling and into into the history of that particular statue. Yeah, so that's that's my thing. Yeah. Do you which one has been your favorite so far that you've done? Wow. I think Nika. Okay. Yeah, I. I mean, without the head, with the wings spread, and uh, this uh, this statue is actually uh, in France. And uh, if you stand in front of the statue, it's huge. I mean, it's so impressive. And if you walk around it, it's almost yeah. You you, you feel a a unique energy. You mm -hmm. know that when this was created, that was big stuff. That was yeah. great energy. So kind of the the spirituality of those statues that's okay. what touches me that's that's what i what i love yeah. i love that i'm not gonna be able to look at statues the same way <laughs> i want to like, see what della sees i love i think the statue that like really like kind of like got me in the chest is um the abraham lincoln uh memorial in dc like it's like i've never seen something that big um and i've never seen it there is a very odd energy to that statue mm. it's just i don't i don't know how to explain it um if you haven't seen that one yet nope I ju i'm just writing it down yes <laughs> i think you you a, a lot of the statue work in dc you just look at it and you're just like you can kind of feel the energy and the history yeah. like just kind of like seeping out of it yeah it's however you feel about politics dc the energy of that city is just very interesting and very like enticing. Yeah, a lot of it, it is. Yeah, we, we've been there 2020 with the family. We mm -hmm. did a little road trip, but unfortunately that was during the, the COVID crisis. So it was uh, hard to get into museums and stuff. But, oh, yeah. but I, I, I feel you and when we've been in the city, you can feel that that is a special place, mm -hmm. you know, with these obelisks. Is that the right? Yeah. yeah. And then the the symmetry or the geometry, how yes. this, how the things are placed there, it's, it's wild. Or yeah. Even just like the way the houses look in the embassies that you see there, I'm just kind of like, I'm like, dude, this is a, this is an interestingly crafted city. It is. Whoever was planning that city, there was some witchcraft involved. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna say it. They, yeah. they did their own little spell work with all of that because it's, it's very interesting. Yeah, and that, that's really what I, what I try to tap into. When I'm when I'm creating, exactly that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I love that. And are these canvases? Are you using mostly acrylic paint, or are you kind of like mixing spray paint and acrylic in there? Ma mainly, it is. Um, I I call it multi-layered stencil. So okay. so basically, 
in the best case scenario, I uh, photograph the statue myself. Okay. Um, if I cannot, I use uh, pictures uh, of, the, of the internet. And then um, I, I use programs to um, separate them into layers. Um, so one of my most realistic pieces, I would say, uh, was Mother Teresa. Okay. So it was eight layers. And uh, yeah, then you basically, you apply the grayscale. So black, darkest, white, the, the lightest. Um, and then you, you separate those layers, um, put them onto eight sheets, and then you... You cut for a couple of hours and then um, I, I use spray paint, okay. uh, Montana, um, uh, to, to apply that to the canvas. And then if there are some detailed work needed, usually I, have, I use markers. Mm -hmm. And lately um, the backgrounds um, mostly is like a, I try to do a, like a gray white cloud sky and then I put it on top. This is usually acrylic. So these are the three medias I'm using at the moment. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how you guys get the control with the spray paint that you get with it. Like I love the idea of spray paint because there's way more color options. And even though my wardrobe's not that colorful, I like my art to be a little spicy. Um, but I can't control it worth shit. Yeah, like yeah. it's all over my hands it's on my legs i i look like i literally just battled a, like a color yeah. monster i'm just like you know what the stress of this is just not worth it yeah i don't yeah. know how many canvases i've just like tossed to the wayside because i messed them up with some spray paint and i was like you know what i'm done i don't want this anymore <laughs> yeah i mean what i was kind of surprised because i i did graffiti i started with 14 15 that's a while ago and then i was mainly sketching for myself and mm -hmm. um, I, I really didn't have the idea that I could kind of publish my work or put it on a canvas. I, I just didn't get there. My wife always said, hey Dennis, you should really do that. But I, I just didn't. And then when I started that, um, yeah, you, you needed to find techniques. But what I was most surprised about, it's more probably helpful for you, is that um, the cans, they have different pressures now. Um, the caps you can buy, there are like hundreds of different caps yeah. so um again i'm i'm not sponsored by montana but i really like their color scheme and their low pressure cans and then uh, with their regular golden cap that's um i get the best results so that's uh that's what i'm using and but of course i mean every every time i did a couple of mistakes and there are many many canvases which which didn't work out you know? yeah so uh but in in general um yeah as you progress with your technique um it is getting better and better yeah yeah i gotta practice more <laughs> you know i don't know if i want to be like an artist in like the capacity of like you know you guys but um i like i don't know i enjoy being able to like create something with like paint that wasn't there before you know, like to me, it's just an enjoyable stress relieving activity. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I uh, when people watch me cut those stencils um, again, like for a regular piece, um, you probably need 15 to 20 hours to cut seven, eight stencils. And the people ask me, why do you do that? How do you have this, how to say, confidence or, yeah. or, or even patience, patience to do that? And I'm yeah, I listen to my music, and for me, it's almost like a meditative state. Okay. So I'm, I'm just f cutting four hours with no problem. So yeah, yeah, I like that uh, by not not spraying it only, but also cutting it, creating it, and then doing it. But the best uh, is definitely when you put the last layer on, and you you take that layer off, and you see the final result. That's always to me. That's like 
almost like giving birth. So it's it's really okay. it's a it's a unique process, and the energy is just great. So you kind of are, in a sense, in your own interesting way, like giving birth to like this creation that you poured yeah. so many hours into. You know, creating. It's like they are kind of like your little babies. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah. I guess I like that. I guess in some ways, you guys are kind of understanding what it's like absolutely you know, yeah, I mean, not not the whole shebang you know no. but at least you know you you can kind of get what it's like to put all of your energy and love into this and then it's just out there in the wild absolutely yeah. and i mean to me it's amazing when i see all the other great artists around you in st pete um you understand by by creating yourself how much time how much expertise yes. i mean um the latest uh what I see in St. Pete, uh, also some statues, is so much experience. So we need 10 years to get to this state, to put yeah. this on the wall. And that's uh, that's just amazing. Yeah. And you understand it as an artist. Yeah, I never fully... I always understood it was hard work, but I don't think I ever fully really understood how much goes into it until we started St. Pete is Super Cool and we started talking more and more to the artists. And I was just like okay it, this is way more than i yeah. even originally envisioned yeah absolutely yeah. i i think probably you asked before what's the biggest difference um to in regards to the european art scene i mean one is uh, one is the community but the other one is also that i guess people here because they see it on the streets at the art shows at the festivals and um, it's it's much more appreciated so people understand more here than anywhere else in my opinion how much went into that mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, yeah that's 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 what you like as an artist you want yeah. you want the people to to understand um, what you put into that i think too like having the murals in the city is we have more one-on-one -on -one access to the artist and the creator so like we're able to talk to you guys and and you guys open yourselves up and you tell us the process and you're, you're not shy about saying yeah this has been some hard work driving freaking up the walls and so we can develop that appreciation because you guys are kind of telling us you know the struggles and the wins you're not hiding it you're not sugarcoating it no no yeah, yeah. In, in, in other other cities or maybe other countries, it, it is more the case, but here absolutely not. I mean, um, again, uh, what I've learned from the people here uh, in my two years in, in the scene is, is more than I've learned the, the 40 years before. So it's uh, it's wow. really, uh, really amazing. And everybody is sharing. Uh, and that's, I think, what uh, finally will, will bring this art scene here to uh, to the next level, because everybody is sharing. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, you guys sharing are, is caring, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I was, I've been talking to, you know, quite a few, the last few artists that we've had on um, the podcast, you know, we've been talking about like sharing the knowledge and sharing your tricks and your tidbits and teaching one another. And I'm like, because, you know, there's going to be a day where these artists aren't around anymore, but like, if you're just holding in all of your tips and your tricks and your knowledge... You're not passing that down to the mm. next generation of artists that we do want in the city. Absolutely. You know, you have to share yeah. that information. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit new to this whole media thing. So, so TikTok um, is one of the newest members and my two daughters, they helped me get into Aww. it. So it's, uh, it's really cool. And there I'm trying to, to show the process um, to everyone because, yeah. again, I, I would love if someone takes the process and says, I want to create something, you yeah. know. And if it's something simple, um, I, I would say stencil work, almost everybody can do it. And then you start creating. So yeah. 
uh, even my, my, my kids say help me out here and there. So just to Aww. get into it. You know. Are any of your kids like really artistic? You think that they're going to kind of follow in your footsteps? Yeah, I mean, I mean, my son, he's eight, so he's he's more into like uh, skateboarding and BMXing, something Aww. like that. Um, but my second daughter, she's thirteen. Um, she has an artsy, uh, uh, how to say, uh, vibe to herself. Okay. So she's definitely she created some some cool pieces, in my opinion, already. Yeah. So and she wants to get into that direction. So okay. I, I love to see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, I imagine as a father, you want maybe like at least one of your kids just uh, kind of be like, oh, okay, he wants to be like dad. They want to be like dad, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, no pressure, but <laughs> it would be awesome. <laughs> I think it's like, you know, I think as kids, like we sometimes forget, like, you know, we are our, in some way our parents, like little mini me. We do take a lot of them on to our personality. And I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with a parent being like, oh, you know, I'm okay if you want to be just like me. But as long as you maybe don't push them a little bit too hard. Exactly. You yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they, I, I, let them, I let them do what they want to do. Yeah. But of course, if, if, if they see me spray pen and they go take the can and, and do yeah. something with them, let's go. You know? let's. Yeah. Our, our niece, like, she, you know, she's, she's only seven. Her, yeah. But she's and, like getting it down where she can spray just a little bit yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it's cool to it see is. them be able to do that stuff. I think she sprays better than I do. <laughs> 29. <laughs> like, you know, she's put some pretty cool creations up on our, our walls at home. Yeah. She tagged her school. You know, uh, she's getting there. There you go. She's, she's going to live in the graffiti lifestyle. <laughs> what goals do you have um, in your career as an artist for 2022? 2022 because we're only six days into this year so far it's been good <laughs> so yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm here uh at the place where where i basically found my second um like art career if you would say mm -hmm. um and what i would really love to do is um get back here um, okay. like you mentioned before we are we're in europe at the moment for the last uh six months and i definitely want to come back um as quick as possible because we want you back <laughs> thanks yeah i believe that um it's just a, a a much better environment here for an artist so that that's one that's the major major goal and then i have this um i read a couple of books about mastery and and, and i believe that you have to put like ten thousand hours into mastering anything okay. um and in in this case it, it's it's art so i just want to put as much time towards the art as I can. You say you've been doing <clears throat> art since you were 14, 15 years old? Yes. I think you've put in more than 10,000 hours. <laughs> Pro probably yes, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're probably if right, you yeah. think about it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you got me there. <laughs> yeah. I think you've put yeah. in way more yeah. than 10,000 hours. Yeah. So, but, but again, yeah, to, to progress as an artist and to really find my uh, niche is probably the wrong word, but to, to really find my style to express myself. That's one of the targets for 2022, yeah. Okay. Because I believe that um, if you do that, um, all the other things which you could wish for, followers or sales or whatever it is, um, whatever you, you, you approach um, will come automatically. So the result okay. will be there. So I want to put the, put the energy in and one and day it will come out. Into place. Exactly. I like that. I like that mentality. I'm going to attempt to take it 
I have major control issues. Christmas um, definitely showed, opened my eyes to that. I couldn't um, deny it any longer after Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn to relax a little bit. Um, okay, so here is my last question. It's my doozy of a question. It's usually the one that always stumps people. Okay. Okay, but it's also my favorite because I really like the responses. If you could give one last painting to anyone, who would it be? Mm. And it doesn't have to be like you're dying tomorrow, you have to create one piece. It could be just maybe you're, you're getting older, you can't create anymore like you used to, or maybe you're just going to hang up the paintbrushes and you want to do one last big one. I would say the person I would dedicate this painting to is my wife, Aww. for sure. Because, um, yeah, I mean, she uh, she was um, she met me with uh, 21. Don't say anything wrong here, right? <laughs> 21, and uh, yeah, I was I was this artist, you know, uh, on the street, and uh, she she helped me really, um, you know, to to become a husband, to become a father, and then um, also she's supporting me throughout my art uh, journey ever since and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is not hard if you have, it's not easy if you have three kids um, and then you basically say, hey, I'm going to be in the garage for the next five hours. You know, there's, there are sometimes other things and she's supporting me so much that I would say, yeah, that would be definitely the last painting would be for her. Aww. We see behind every talented man or strong man is a strong woman that let them do their thing. Absolutely. Yeah. True, true, true. The saying is true. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what it will be. Yeah, because like you said, it's not easy when you have three kids. Oh, I'm gonna go in the garage and paint, and you're like, um, excuse me, do you want to help me with your three children here? Uh, there is a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Jesus. Just with our dog, sometimes I'm just like, um, really, you're gonna leave again? <laughs> Don't leave me here with her. She's driving me up the walls. So yeah. that's awesome. And you guys have been, you met her when you were 21. Yep. So you guys have been together how long, if I can ask? 19 years. Yeah. I love that. See, love is real, guys. It's just we're paying attention to all of the love on social media, which isn't. <laughs> yeah. Della, thank you so much for visiting us and, and coming to chat with us. Uh, we are counting down the days until you're back in St. Pete, and then we're not going to let you go back again. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, we're just going to keep you here. Yeah. Much appreciated. Thanks for the opportunity and uh, great what you're doing, guys. So I really uh, believe that um, you helped the whole art scene to grow. And uh, thanks again for helping me out here and having me. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening, St. Pete. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can catch all the fun conversations we will have with our local artists and business owners. For some fun behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning St. Pete. We hope you all have a sunny day and remember to always stay super cool.